podcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, Ultimate Hockey Players Footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. From the Summer Skate Studios, behind the mask hockey shops, present College Hockey Southwest Live for September 26, 2021. Tonight's scheduled guest, El Paso Rhinos owner, Corey Herman. Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live is brought to you by the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops, visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey under the bright lights of Las Vegas. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Dine-in, take-out, or catering your next event. We're at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Also now at all the Legion Stadium events as well. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Anywhere you want to go, you can bet there's a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. By Boost Mobile. With Boost Mobile, you always get plans and phones that fit your needs. And by Burrito Express. The East Valley's home of the always available breakfast burrito, Go to burritoexpress.com for the location near you. College Hockey Southwest Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be listening to us live tonight. This is indeed College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by our friends at Behind the Mask, BehindTheMask.com. Scott Strandy recovering from a very wet, soggy, uh, miserable day in Scottsdale, Arizona today. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein on a beautiful Long Island, New York. Uh, Paul, uh, how are you tonight? Wah, 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 wah. How am I? You know, talk to me as, as we always say in January when it's, you know, 20 degrees and and that wet rain is snow and all that icky stuff but today is pretty nice well that's good that's uh that's what we like to hear from from your end of things from my about, end of things this stinks it was about 75 <laughs> and sunny today it was really nice okay i don't live in the southwest paul for rain and cloudiness and gloominess and wandering through puddles when i'm not prepared for it i i it travel the hockey areas i like to go to a hockey game and get back out again and come back here to the southwest. I didn't. I don't live here for this stuff. So you get rid of your, it. You don't have your like <laughs> yellow rubber galoshes that your mom made you wear when you were a little kid. No, I lost them about thirty-one years ago when I moved to Arizona. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! <laughs> what a terrible, awful mess. And I understand it's going to be raining until possibly Thursday or Friday, with the exception of maybe Tuesday. We'll uh, we'll get a little sunshine back here in the desert, but. You know what? Here's the thing. It's not so much that I even mind that so much. It's just going from 106 to 69, back to 108, back to 64. Uh, my body just can't handle that. And then I get the cold thing, and my voice sounds raspy, and I get an earache. and ugh, It's just I yucky. <laughs> I don't think anybody's really made to handle that. That's God, really, what you, do. That's really what you do get sick when you get those drastic changes like that. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, one day you got the air conditioner blasting on you, the next day you almost got to turn the heater on. It's just ridiculous. But yeah, anyway. but you guys turn the heat on at eighty degrees, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, not me, not me at all. Uh, but anyway, um, another great show coming up tonight. We got the owner of the El Paso Rhinos. I had a chance to watch the Rhinos in their first real action uh, as an NAHL team in uh, the. Uh, Schwann Super Rink, the National Hockey Center or Training Center, whatever they call it up there in Blaine. Yeah. And uh, I was impressed, Paul. I thought they looked really, really good for a young program. Um, they, they roughed it up with uh, Amarillo and, and lost a couple of close ones. But you know what? Um, I also think uh, they got a win. I believe they also won a game up there, too. I think they got their, their I, first win, too. I, I think they won three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I think they I, won I, three I, and one. Yeah, so I mean, they got off to a pretty good start. Last night's game that they played uh, against uh, uh, Amarillo, in a, it was 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 a tough game because I mean, as I'm trying to follow the game because uh, I haven't paid two hundred dollars for whatever other streaming service. I mean, between the ones I'm already <laughs> paying for. Well, we um, got to get that done. We got to get that. You shouldn't Holy be paying smoke. for streaming as a media outlet. We got to get these things well, taken care of. So we're going to work on that. But I, I don't know. I just, I, I, you know, these are things I've been paying for forever. So I just, you know, I don't even yeah. think about it. I hear uh, you. Except when I have to pay for more. So, um, <laughs> well, one but, thing we know, you're not paying for nchc.tv because we got uh, that. We'll find out. Stuff. We'll we find love out those next guys. Saturday. We'll we find out next Saturday. Boys. Uh, there, we'll take college hockey next week. Oh, that's what I was just going to say. We're one week away. Tuesday will be a media day uh, in prep for a game action for the Arizona State Sun Devils. Um, Lindenwood took care of Missouri State, not not handily, 5 nothing and 5-2. And I just uh, got off of uh, a couple of texts from the assistant coach at Missouri State, and he said, you know what? We consider it a successful weekend, even though we that's lost 5 nothing and 5-2, because that team, and I'm talking Lindenwood now, is far closer to an NCAA Division One team than right. they are an ACHA Division One team. Well, who knows? Maybe one day they'll actually make the jump, like uh, Augustana actually announced this week. Um, they're building the rink. Well, yeah, there's a. I guess they're going to have their introductory press conference, not this yeah. Tuesday, but next Tuesday, the the yeah. fifth. Yep. Um, uh, they're shooting for the 23-24 season, which I'm sure if the rink is far enough along, they'll figure out a way to play for a few days if uh, it's not done. The question is, can I um, can I get there from Colorado because I'll be there on the second, third. Well, uh, listen, I don't. You're you're <laughs> asking you're asking you're the geography guy. You uh, you know how all that goes. I don't know. You anything. know, I I could make it there, but it might not be a fun trip and then race back to Colorado again. But who I, knows? Who I only know Paul? this. In order for me to get to Minneapolis, I have to go through uh, Orlando and Charlotte. So that's all I know. <laughs> that, that's just because you want to get the sunshine first. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's that. what it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised <laughs> they're not sending me to Hawaii first and then Minneapolis. But, you know, hey. <laughs> speaking um, of speaking of Hawaii, it's uh, it's my uh, my 31st wedding anniversary today with our, our beautiful producer, Terry. Um, right. and we got married in Kauai. So uh, if anybody's right. looking at uh, – on Facebook, you've seen us there. I think she's put it up there a few hundred well, times listen, somewhere. I, I, I don't know if you're like me. I, I used to just wake up in the morning, happy to wake up in the morning, because I figured when I went to bed, I was getting the pillow put over my head at night. and 
I, that's what I just that's why I wait for that first text message from you in the morning to make sure to that, make sure I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now that I know that, I better start texting you more regularly. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway. hockey breaking out all over. This is the first yeah. weekend of the USHL. Uh, our buddy yeah. uh, Matt Curley is two and zero at uh, Des Moines, and um, we have an Arizona captain in Dubuque. Right, yeah, they are one and zero. They lost in overtime, so they're one zero and one. Somewhere along the line, what <laughs> did I lose you? Somewhere along the line, right. no, I'm just saying that they're two zero and one. They're one zero and one, so they got three points. Uh, Chicago is doing Chicago things as usual. They're two and zero to start the season uh, with USA Jake Levanovich playing. For yeah, them I don't know. Well, yeah, well, we don't know how much he's playing. I haven't looked at the box score. Well, he's playing quite a bit. <laughs> Is he? I don't, like I said, I haven't looked at the yeah. box. It's a little too early for that. Yeah, he, um, he's going to be a mainstay. He's going to be one of their best, I think, this year. You know, we um, got uh, the – And like I said, Riley, we've had Riley on the show a couple of times, and congratulations to being voted the captain of that squad. That tells you that personality that he has uh, yeah. reaches far beyond Arizona. Yeah, well, there's no doubt. I mean, listen, um, it's – it's not uh, a shock that 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 he is the captain there, and um, you know, uh, I think that's like that. That's like all you know. We've had him on, and and he's 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 a stand-up kid, and and those are the kinds of kids you want make you to be your captain. So, yep, absolutely. Um, I do want to say also, we kicked off our uh, NCAA. Uh, features this week since we have four teams that we can now get to all four of them um i I felt like we should do something different than just a player profile so we call it from the goal out uh the first one went up on friday they'll go up every friday this past friday was the goaltender at arizona state cole brady um he's the first one i've been able to get to so i had a chance to sit down with cole and chat a little bit and find out about his background and coming to asu and um to say he's ready um, is an understatement, Paul. He is well, ready. He looked pretty good last year in those those final few weeks of the season. I I think if you looked at um, his last six games and the two development team program games, those last I think he had seven really good starts out of the last eight. So uh, he got over the he got through the mono and got back on the ice healthy and uh, was really good. And a lot of big things expected from him and uh, the the six players that uh, will be lined up in front of him. In other words, a defenseman. Yeah, that, that's um, one of the things I asked him, Paul, was, uh, you know, they got older with some of the guys that returned for a fifth year and then some grad transfers. I said, how important is that for a goaltender? And he looked me right in the eye, and before I could even finish the statement, he said, really important. Uh, oh, he yeah. Said, it I mean, makes a huge difference. Yeah, and you also I remember you, you also asked him about playing the puck, and um, you know we and he noticed said he's that. not Joey Decord. <laughs> well, who is? But you know that's one of the things we noticed last year was uh, how much between uh, the 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 loss of uh, the the top two defensemen and Brinson Pashnik and Josh Maniscalco, how much defense struggled to get the puck out of their own zone. And not having that extra defenseman back there, the way uh, Joey Decord was, it, 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 those are the 
it's it's when when guys at that level go missing, it becomes pretty obvious. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So Arizona State will play next Saturday and Sunday against right. the uh, University of Massachusetts Lowell. So it's no right. cupcake. It's no exhibition game. They're playing for real. Yeah, and, there's, uh, there are some really good matchups next week. Oh, are there some ever really good matchups? And, uh, and the rest of our the rest of our teams uh, on the second, they'll open Robeson Arena at Colorado College, and both right. Air Force and Colorado College will participate in that honorary ceremony and exhibition right. officially. Right. And then Sunday, I'll be up to see the aforementioned Lindenwood play uh, Denver in yeah. an exhibition game. So once that weekend is over with, then uh, our NCHC teams and uh, our Atlantic hockey team in Air Force kick into full gear and uh, the non-conference schedule kicks off. And then before you know it, we'll be in November and we'll be off and running in the conference schedule. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, you start next week right off the bat with uh, a, a heavyweight battle between defending champ UMass and Minnesota State. You also have the uh, the debut of St. Thomas as a D1 team, including, and we haven't, I haven't looked for the numbers yet, that home opener for St. Thomas at the XL Energy Center. Yeah, how cool is that? They're going to play St. Cloud State, one of the uh, favorites to win the uh, whole thing. season favorites to win the whole national tournament, yeah. is going to be uh, facing off against uh, Rico Blasi and the uh, St. Thomas Tommies at the XL Energy Center. So that's going to be fun. I don't know if I mentioned this before at NCHC Media Day, though. Um, Michael uh, Weissman uh, told us that uh, in addition to all the good things happening in the NCHC this year, when they play the frozen face-off, there's going to be an afternoon game that is going to replace the third-place game, and it'll be an NHL game. It'll be Chicago and Minnesota playing nice. in the afternoon before the championship game. So how's nice. that? The NCHC gets the NHL to play in the afternoon. They take the evening slot. Well, I love listen, it. I love it. Listen, yeah, listen it's, it's a regular season game and a championship game. So I realize it's the NHL, but – that there, there won't be any take a back seat to the NCHC, right? Ah, for one night, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I love it. I love it. Fantastic, it it really good stuff. Okay, let's take a quick break and let's see okay. if we can hook up with our uh, our guest Corey Herman, the uh, owner of the El Paso Rhinos, and what a job they've done. Of course, they're also going to be the host of uh, the Craft Hockeyville game coming up. Yeah, this is Sunday this well. so, this is a fun story, and I, and I, and, I, and you know we've touched on it before. We had. Uh, their director of media relations, Tyler Deloche, on last year. And, and this is, I am looking forward to following up on this story. All right. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. 
your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season, leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This indeed is College Hockey Southwest Live. It is our Sunday night reaction show. We are one week away from finding out uh, what it's like to have real hockey games again in the uh, NCAA ranks. Scott Strandy joining you from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. I lied. It's raining. And uh, Paul Hornstein. Well, that uh, doesn't make it less beautiful. <laughs> yes, it does. No, okay. Well, no, no. Oh, listen, shush. Listen. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. I know, but I don't yeah, like well, it. I don't like rain. I no, want it to go away. What do you okay. want me to tell you? You know, talk to me. You know, in July, you guys are begging for rain. <laughs> Shush. Shush. I don't even want to hear about it. Okay. Paul Hornstein uh, joining me as always from beautiful Long Island, New York. And I believe we have the owner of the uh, El Paso Rhinos on. Um, uh, uh, Corey Herman is going to be joining us in just a second. And uh, I don't know if Tyler's on there or not, but Tyler, if you can hear me and you want to tap on one of those call-in buttons, um, we'll yeah, have Terry connect you and, and get you lined up and, and get things going so uh, we can talk some Rhinos hockey. Uh, it's a lot of uh, good stuff happening right now in El Paso, Texas. It's been something in the works. And uh, Paul and I have uh, have been just keeping an eye on it and waiting for it to blossom because you can't have hockey in the Southwest, Paul, if you don't have it in El Paso, Texas. Am I well, right there? Listen, uh, am I right? Listen, yeah, absolutely. And, and, okay. and you know, the more I look into this, okay, as as I've looked into this, it's it's a little more than just what goes on, on uh, with the rhinos. The rhinos. Oh yeah, without a doubt, no doubt about it. Uh, I think we have somebody on. Do we have Tyler or Corey? Tyler's here. Hi, Hi, Tyler. Tyler, Scott, and Paul with you. How are you? I am great. How are you? Corey will be joining here in just a second, but you have that's me cool. for now. <laughs> well, that's, okay. listen, well, that's we'll more the merrier. <laughs> 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 okay, so I don't know if you heard how much uh, we talked about in the introduction, but I, I just told Paul, I said, we, uh, we can't have hockey in the Southwest if we don't have major hockey in El Paso, Texas to me. That's just, uh, it just has to happen. And what a fantastic job you guys have done in advancing your program to the NHL uh, level now. And um, I happened to see your teams up in uh, Minnesota a couple weeks ago when you were up there for the showcase. Yeah. And I was impressed. 
it's it's been a really 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 big year um we now have two teams so we'll have an na3 team and we also have an na team um we have this nhl game coming in exactly a week so you're exactly right we're growing exponentially and um, being a hotbed of hockey in the desert is something that's really important to us and it does make a huge difference for all the surrounding cities well the I, I happened to see uh, as I was doing a little bit of research I, I, I happened to see an interview uh, that your radio guy did with uh, the owner uh, Corey Herman in, in doing some research and uh, I was going to give him the chance to say this, and maybe I'll, I could wait a few seconds, but uh, he gives you and his wife, and I, I forget the third person, a lot of credit for uh, getting, basically being the campaign managers and getting that game next week in El Paso. And uh, uh, so I wanted to make sure that uh, that more people that, you know, more people heard that than just uh, anybody who happens to be a Rhinos fan. And, and, and I'm sure that uh, uh, Corey will uh, echo those words as well uh, when he comes in there. Just How did the whole thing just get started? So it actually started when the NBC sports crew came down um, to do a piece on the August shooting. And they brought someone else from NHL.com. His name was Bill Douglas. Um, Anson Carter was here. And they were the ones that suggested that we do this. And we had no clue. We didn't know anything about it. I mean, of course, you've heard about Kraft Hockey Bill, but we didn't know the details, didn't know the, the process. And they kept telling us, you guys could totally win this. And we, we kind of brushed it off initially, quite honestly. <laughs> I don't think we thought that we could do it. And then we said, you know, well, let's give it a valiant effort. And we did. And all of us were completely surprised at the turnout and the support that we got. It was incredible. We had so many people asking us how they could help sharing photos, posting, voting. I mean, we had people tell us that they were voting tens of thousands of times. Um, my own grandma kept a tally sheet of how many times she voted. So people were so, so um, incredibly supportive and we were really, really grateful for that. So it got started just by word of mouth, I think is a lot of good things do. And um, it turned out to be an incredible experience for us. And when you look at it, um, there was a Western Professional Hockey League team in El Paso. That's how... Uh, the owner of the Rhinos got started in El Paso, um, and that was the late 90s. So to go from basically nothing to having this game there next week, just in, 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 in that short a period of time, and I know it seems like 20 years or 25 years seems like a lot, but that's not. That's, that's an amazing, amazing amount of work, and you guys should, probably won't even get the amount of credit for it that you should. And you know what? We're okay with that as long as people enjoy the game, right? That's the most important part. We're excited for the city of El Paso. Um, you know, we know that we've brought the game here, but as long as it's it's great for the city and we know that it will be, that's the most important part. So, again, very positive experience, um, very positive outcome for the city, and that's what is most important. 
Well, Tyler, I'm uh, I'm getting out to see the Coyotes and the Kings tomorrow uh, right here in Arizona, so I'll give you a scouting report on the Coyotes. I can do that already, though. They're very young, and, and some of their players may have just come out of the NHL 3 or the NHL because uh, uh, it's a big rebuild mode here. But you want to talk about excitement? That is uh, a team that is enthusiastic and ready to go, and, of course, the Dallas Stars are the Dallas Stars. They're always ready to play, so you're going to have a heck of a game next Sunday, no doubt about it. Absolutely, and I do believe Corey's on now, so – might be able to. Hello. Absolutely. Let me bring hey, him how on. you doing? Corey, you got hey, Scott Paul with you and, and your own Tyler Loesch. So, uh, <laughs> hey, welcome hey, aboard. Sorry. Glad to have you on uh, our College Hockey Southwest live show. Normally, this is college hockey, but you guys are so important right now that, that you just took over the college hockey waves. How's that sound? Oh, that's awesome. That's great to hear. <laughs> Sorry, well, sorry about being late. I, nah. Sorry about being late. I was trying to figure out the app, and I'm not. I'm not too. You know, too. Uh, I'm not very good with this technology stuff. Well, you, you, listen. I, I I saw your interview with the radio guy that had the video, so you can't be all that bad because <laughs> I, I probably would have screwed that up. So don't worry about that. Uh, all, right. all right. We can Port- we can tie this into college though, Scott, because uh, once again, part of the research, uh, uh, Corey's brother Tom, I believe it is. Uh, coaches uh, the ACHA D2 team over at UTEP, and they win a lot of games with with former Rhinos, do they not? Oh yeah, they do. Like this year, they they uh, that program ended. Um, unfortunately, that program ended. But uh, but yeah, they did very very well in the in the years that uh, they were were doing it. Um, but uh, unfortunately, this year they're not playing. So I'm oh, sorry so, to hear that. So, Corey, I yeah. can even tie it closer because I was up and saw you guys when I was up in Minnesota for NCHC Media Day. I made a trip over to uh, Blaine uh, purposely to watch you and to watch uh, New Mexico and uh, really all of the NHL. But uh, you guys are sending a lot of players directly to the NCAA. And, uh, man, oh, man, I was impressed with you guys. You never would have known that you guys were in your first year the way you performed and played. Yeah, like, you know, when, like, ever since, you know, we kind of started this junior team, I think it's like 15 or 16 years ago, you know, we started, you know, we were kind of, we kind of transformed a a horse barn into, into an ice arena. And, and, you know, the big, like, we kind of always look at the Dallas Stars when the, you know, when the Minnesota came down to Dallas and all of a sudden hockey just grew unbelievably in Dallas. And when we, when we were transforming this, this uh, horse barn into a, a, a rink. We're like, man, you know, we we got to figure out a like we got to figure out a way to get young players or young young kids to start playing hockey and growing the sport of hockey in El Paso. So we looked at junior hockey because I'm I'm from Saskatchewan and you know played you know junior hockey in Saskatchewan and you know different things like that. So we kind of did some research and we we looked at the Western States Hockey League and and ever since we were members of the Western States Hockey League. You know, after about three or four years, we've always wanted to make that jump to the North American Hockey League. Like the North American Hockey League, their brand is unbelievable. And we've always wanted to make that jump, but we, we just weren't, we never really thought we were ready. And, you know, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to get a, you know, we got to kind of establish this. And then, you know, kind of our last season um, back in uh, March of 2020, um, you know, our season got cut short. And then, you know, we're kind of sitting around and we're like, you know what, we could probably really do this. Like, you know, like 
we do this pretty good. We do this pretty good. And, and uh, so we, we started the process of, of joining the North American league. And, and our whole goal was, was to kind of try and like, we didn't want to rush it. We didn't want to rush it because, you know, we wanted to make sure that we had all our ducks in a row and, you know, that we, we had everything set up. So we took a full 16 months to really kind of put everything together. Now, we did continue with our North American three hockey league team last year. Um, but we took the full 16 months to really kind of make sure that our North American hockey league had a, had a good, you know, chance and, and, uh, and was, you know, set up correctly. And, uh, and yeah, so far, you know, we're, we're happy with everything. Our, our coaching staff's doing a great job. They work very, very hard. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we're, we're really excited and we're very proud to be a part of the North American hockey league and, and uh, yeah, it's it's a great brand of hockey. That's for sure. Well, we know. To, one second, ahead, Paul, Scott. because I just want to uh, throw this out there. But Corey, I was trying to explain to Paul the uh, the Schwann Super Rink setup with uh, with eight rinks under essentially one roof. And I grew up in northern Minnesota, but I've been in the Arizona area for the better part of thirty years now. And um, man, every time I go back there, it's so impressive uh, the way that setup is. And I think they do a great job of setting up your league showcase as it is and uh just tell us a little bit about what that was like for you guys to get up there and play in that atmosphere no the the coaches and our uh i i was actually i stayed back in uh in el paso because you know with hockeyville and everything and getting our arena ready but our gm and our coaches you know they they call it the you know the 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 best show or the greatest show on ice and and it is like it's it's unbelievable um how they how well and how organized and and just you know, it's, it's very, very impressive. It really, really is. Like I watched all the games on on hockey TV, and and it's very, very impressive of just how well it's ran, and and just how much hockey there is. Like we have, like I remember back in back in Saskatchewan, in in Saskatoon, they had, I think they had like the Gemini Four, or it was called the Gemini. It was started the Gemini Four, then it grew to like Gemini Eight, and you know, and. And I just remember going there and the, the rank, it was just massive of just how it, you know, how it all worked, like how, you know, four sheets of ice worked back then. And I think it's like eight now, but I think the, the Schwann Center, they have eight sheets, right? Or they have eight? Yeah, they have or eight, how many sheets? Yeah, they have yeah. four in that little pod and then they've got four in a row behind it in a yeah. line kind of. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just amazing. Like you kind of. You know, you, you always want to kind of see like, man, how big is their chiller and how many Zambonis they got there and, you know, stuff like that. You know what I mean? All like, the inner workings, like, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I, I like to kind of see like who, like, okay, so how many chillers they got there? Like, you know, that one massive chiller or, or how does it all work and, and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, they do an unbelievable job of like how many, it's really, really impressive of how many colleges are there and, and how many uh, NHL, uh, how, how many teams that uh, in the NHL that are represented there too. It's, it's really, really impressive. Well, we, we know that uh, the North American League uh, seems that, I mean, they, they produce tons of college players, but they seem to uh, uh, particularly develop top-notch goalies. Uh, is there? Do you think there's any reason for that? I mean, you know, you've been around the game all your life. Uh, do you think there's a specific reason for that, or is it? It just is the way it is. I, I like. I think, you know, I just think that there's, you know, there's a lot of goalies out there. Okay. And if you look at if you look at, you know, the USHL, 
you know, the USHL, like they can only handle, they can only take, you know, so many goalies. But I think that there's just so many good goaltenders out there that, you know, maybe sometimes a goalie just doesn't get a good enough look at the USHL or, you know, at a, a team up in Canada or, or whatever, or, you know, but, but yeah, you are correct. Like it's amazing how many top notch goalies that the, that the North American league produces and every single team in the North American league has an unbelievable starting goalie. Every single team. Like, yeah. you know, every 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 team you play on, all, the, the goaltender is one of the best players. And, and you know, like, you know, being in junior hockey and stuff like that, sometimes, oh, yeah, like, you know, th- these these couple teams have really good goalies and these teams have okay goalies. But the, it seems like in the North American League, every single team, one of their best players is their starting goalie. It's unbelievable. Okay, so so let me ask you this, and kind of just jumping around here a little bit, but big Sunday coming up with the Craft Hockeyville, and you know I've said over the last eighteen, nineteen, twenty months of this pandemic, Corey, that um, uh, I, I looked at our hockey programs from from the junior level to the college to the pros, and I was so impressed at how hockey stayed relevant, uh, especially in the junior levels and the ACHA levels for sure. I mean, NCAA has their own little uh, niche, but um, relevancy was so important, I think, to keep your fans engaged and to let people know that you weren't going away and you were coming back. And And this is really, to me, a big cap off for, for Kraft, Hockeyville, and for El Paso to be able to actually get this game done uh, next Sunday. Yeah, it it uh, it really is. Like it seems like um, it seems like a long, long time ago that uh, that we actually won it, and and. Uh, it's been, you know, it's been like we've been very, very excited for this, you know, for this Sunday to, to get here. And and uh, and our staff has worked, you know, unbelievably hard to, you know, first off, just to win, just to win Craft Hockey Bill. Like our staff, like Tyler, and Corey, Corey Heon, our general manager, and my wife, like they worked. I couldn't even tell you how many hours they worked, you know, putting putting together and winning craft hockey and, and, and all our fans, like, you know, like our fans, all the fans that voted for us, like we're so fortunate to have the fan base that we do here. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just super excited for the city, like just for our city to be able to, to have uh, like two professional hockey teams in town and, and to show off our city, you know, we're, we're super, super proud of it. Well, as you should be, because uh, when the NHL comes to town, no matter what it's for, it's a big deal. And uh, the Coyotes, as I mentioned to Tyler earlier, are, are definitely rebuilding. So there'll be some young kids there that uh, maybe were in the NHL not long ago and uh, and uh, have turned it into a professional career. And the Dallas Stars are the Dallas Stars. Hey, they, uh, they represent every time they're out. So best of luck with that. Is there anything that we need to know about this particular event? How many tickets have you sold them? Um, how how packed is that barn going to be to watch NHL hockey? Well, see, um, all the tickets were free. Nice, um, oh, I th- love that. That's one of the I yeah. That's it. one of the yeah. It's it's a pretty cool thing. Like that's one of the things that uh, the NHL and the NHLPA and and Kraft does is all the all the all the tickets were free and and you know there's uh, tickets you know fans get to come and you know, watch the game and some fans get to come and watch the practices. And then we have, and those are free as well. And, and then we have the big uh, event on September 30th at a park uh, in downtown El Paso where the Stanley cups come in. So it's going to be a really, really cool week, like starting, 
you know, uh, Thursdays when the Stanley Cup comes and, you know, and then the, you know, um, the teams arrive and the practice Sunday morning and then the big game set Sunday night. So it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. It really, it really, really is. Uh, before we get to the, to, to, to the rink, because I, I, I want to hear some of the things that the winning this thing is, has enabled you guys to do with, with the rink there in El Paso, um, you know as well as I do, it doesn't matter where the Stanley Cup goes. That creates buzz. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I think in all of sports, like, and, and I'm not, like, I'm, I'm, I am kind of biased because of We are, admit it, yeah. Hockey guy. Yeah, yeah, I am. But, yeah. but I think, though, like, this, the Stanley Cup of all the championship trophies, I think the Stanley Cup is one of the most recognized trophies just because of – I don't know what it is about the Stanley Cup, but everybody knows about the Stanley Cup. Yeah. You know, everybody knows that when you win the Stanley Cup, every player gets to take it for a day. You know, like they know about, you know, players drinking out of the Stanley Cup. Like they just know all the different stories about the Stanley Cup. And and I don't know, like I don't know why that is, but it's just that, you know, I just it just seems like the Stanley Cup is the most popular professional trophy around. Yeah, and, even if even if they're not hockey fans, yeah, and and it's just it's crazy. I, I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's just because like you, you know like the Stanley Cup's got a keeper of the cup and he travels around with the Stanley Cup and and all this stuff. I don't know if it's because of that. I I, just, I don't know. Like I don't know if it's because of like they say that the Stanley Cup is one of the toughest you know championships to win. You know I don't know if it's because the Stanley Cup is so big. I don't know if it's because of all the tradition of the Stanley Cup. You know, but it, it is a very, very popular, um, you know, popular trophy. And yeah. and I, I think that event downtown is going to be massive. I, I really, really do. Like, I think, you know, we're thinking that it's going to be, you know, I think I think it's going to be a lot bigger than what we, we think it's going to be downtown. No, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I liked El Paso. I've been there a couple times on, in a long time ago, but I liked it. So uh, I was happy when you guys won and. And what did this let you guys do to the rink? Because I know uh, that winning that competition comes with uh, a bunch of rink improvements. So when we got the 150,000, like, um, you know, like in every rink, you kind of look around and, and, you know, you're like, well, we could do this, we could do that. And, you know, but what we really wanted to do was um, every year before we went, uh, before we won Craft Hockeyville, We'd have to shut our rink down on June first, and then we'd we'd open it back up, you know, September right around fifteenth or sixteenth. Right. And one of the biggest reasons, one of the biggest reasons why uh, reasons was our rink just couldn't handle keeping ice year round. You know, in El Paso, it gets up to about hundred degrees in the winter and the summer, and sure. so we just couldn't handle it. So, and and one of the one of the things was, you know, we're in a horse barn. And being in a horse barn, like with all the dirt and stuff, like the ceiling isn't as sealed as it should be in a rink. And, you know, we had the big, you know, 400 watt metal halide bulbs that were heating up the ice just as fast as we were cooling it. <laughs> and so, so when we looked around the rink, we we're kind of like, well, you know, we got to really, you know, you know, insulator roof, seal our roof, you know, we could, you know do all led lighting we, we need we, we really need breezeways because you know you guys are rink guys when you walk into a rink there's always a breezeway like you walk through oh, one set of doors yeah. then you walk through the other set of doors well yeah. we didn't have that we just had one set of doors and every time someone walked in 
you know, all the cold air would come out and a bunch of hot air came in. And then, you know, we wanted to redo, we wanted to uh, completely redo our public washrooms. Now, when we're kind of looking at 150,000, we're like, man, you know, can we really do this? Well, you know, we kind of worked with some people and, and some local people and, and we were able to, to seal our roof, to basically put an Arctic cap on the outside of a roof, insulate the roof, like insulate the spots that need to be insulated and seal, seal it. We replaced 67 arena lights to LED. We, we redid our con concourse with rubber. We built two breezeways and we completely gutted and remodeled our what bathrooms, our men's and women's bathrooms with 150,000 bucks. Oh, listen, that's, that's impressive. Yeah, <laughs> that is impressive. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, and yeah, and I assume that you know when 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 this announcement was made, um, I know for me it was a little bit of a shock. I I, I can't imagine that for you guys um, being the only team really that was not a cold weather city to win this thing in the in the bunch of years that they had it. You guys had to be surprised too, no? Oh yeah, like we were we were super surprised like um you know like yeah it was it was pretty surprising because like you kind of looked at all the different other like right. you know craft hockey right. bill winners and they're more closer you know they're closer to the canadian border where you know where hockey's supposed to be and we were kind of like <laughs> the place where hockey is not supposed to be you know what i mean but <laughs> i do i don't you know I, I mean? don't believe like, in that, but yes, I do. Yeah, like, and that's what I used to always say. I was like, you know, like, hockey's not supposed to be here. But, <laughs> you know, we just proved that it is, you know? Corey, so, let me tell you, uh, yeah, I've been in Arizona, like I said, for 30 years, and I, I watched the development down here as well, and it's accelerated a little bit. But I also, we cover Vegas, and over the last six years in Las Vegas, if you would have told somebody – um, seven years ago, that Las Vegas was going to have an NHL hockey team, an AHL franchise, and eight ice services. Um, I think they would have wanted to have your temperature checked because they thought there was something wrong with you, <laughs> but or or you weren't feeling real well. But um, is El Paso uh, at some point in time able to continue to grow this sport and be able to add things uh, besides beyond where you're at right now? Yeah, I, I absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely think I think they could like our, our hockey programs like so <clears throat> our hockey programs are growing all the time, like, you know, our figure skating programs our learn to skate programs and, and all the different are all our programs are growing. And, you know, like, you know, being, you know, the rhinos do a, an unbelievable job, like, you know, growing our growing our, our program, just like kind of getting the word out and uh um, so that, that's really helping. And, you know, like we, we kind of, we kind of set up our, our youth program to, to basically give every kid a chance to play. You know what I mean? Like, like we kind of set it up to where we wanted everybody, every kid that wanted to try hockey could try it here. So we, we work with like a lot of our sponsors and different things like that. And we have different programs for different, you know, just to be able to, have every kid be able to play, you know? So, and, and I think, yeah, there's a lot of growth yet, a lot of growth. Like we, we are, 
you know, I think there's a lot of, lot of things that we can grow. Like we, we entered a couple NAPHL teams and, and, and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, we're, we're we got a lot of, we got a lot of long ways to grow. That's for sure. Well, let me ask the, 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 the obvious tag along question with that. Um, uh, when you look at your roster, um, how, how long do you think it'll be before, uh, when, when you click on hometown, it says El Paso, Texas on there for one of your players. Oh, say, say that again. Um, when, when you look at your, uh, your NHL roster and you look at all the hometowns, uh, based on the youth program and what you've seen, how long do you think it'll be before you, before you click on hometown and it says El Paso, Texas on it? Well, you know, like when we very when we brought when we brought the junior team here, that was our whole goal. Is like we want we want to we want to be able to farm kids out of El Paso. We want to be able to, you know, to to um, teach a kid how to you know go through our learn to skate program, then go through through our learn to play program, then go through our house league and go through our travel team. So a lot of things that we do with our ice rink, you know, we make sure that we have all the tools that that there's no excuse. There's no excuse for a kid that wants to, to really play hockey in El Paso to not be able to do it. Like we built a rat, like we have a rapid shot system in our rink. You know, okay. we have like, so we have a rapid shot system that's available now. And, you know, the ice time, like the amount of ice time that's, that a kid can get here now is it's, it's unbelievable. Like if you really want to be on the ice every single day here, you can be. And if you're, you know, if you're a kid that's 10 years old, eight years old, you can be. It's, you know, so, um, so that, that's what we're trying to do. And that's, you know, like we have that NA3 team, we have those NAPHL teams. So we have, we have a, a stepping stone, almost like if you're a kid that's 10 and under 12 and under, you can go to our play on our 14 U NAPHL team. And then we have an 18 U NAPHL team. And next year, our goal is to have a 16 U NAPHL team. So you could just take the ladder of hockey, play 14 U, 16 U, 18 U under NAPHL, go play a year in the NA3 in the North American three hockey league and then graduate to the North American league. So we're starting to, that's what we're trying to build is that ladder. So every kid, it doesn't matter. Like, so a kid in El Paso can't say, well, you know, I'm from El Paso. I'm not from like Denver or Minnesota or Dallas or, you know, Phoenix where they have all this different stuff right now. We're building our program to where you, you have everything that like these kids in, in real hockey communities do, but, like if you really look at it, you have more because there's more ice time available. Like we have programs where you can be at the rink every single day, you know, and you can go and use the rapid shot and you can get, then, then we have like, you know, we have a, a good, like all our junior teams and our coaches work with our youth programs. So we have that access to, you have all these guys that are going to teach you that, that are playing on the North American league or playing in the NA three or coaching those teams. You know, and we have a goalie coach now, and and so we're tr- we're trying to build it to now that, you know, it doesn't matter where where you grow up, you know, you still have the same chances as, as anybody else. Corey, one of the things that I'm I'm so impressed with the uh, North American League is um, the way they've put teams around the country. And the USHL, of course, is premier, but they're pretty much upper Midwest and East. But um, you guys have uh, the, a team now in New Mexico. You got Odessa. You got Amarillo. Um, you kind of have a little niche of places where you don't have to travel all the way across the country or 18 hours in a bus. So how important is that to uh, survivability and 
viability of the, of your program. Um, oh, yeah. So, like, and this is the other cool thing about about uh, the North American League. So, when I came down here a long, long time ago um, to play hockey here for the Buzzards, you know, we had all those rivalries like Albuquerque, Odessa, Amarillo, Lone Star, Corpus Christi, Shreveport. We had all those rivalries. Odessa. You know, we had all those rivalries in the old Western Professional Hockey League. And that was many, many moons ago. But but we had all those rivalries. And when we were, like, you know, when we were always looking at the North American League, we're like, wow, you know, if we ever got in the North American League, it would be like just it would be like back in the old buzzer days where you know our fans would be getting two fan buses and driving up to Albuquerque to go to Tingley or driving up to Hector County Coliseum in Odessa or driving up to you know to the Civic Center in, in Amarillo and and you know so when we kind of moved into that division, you know, yeah, like I'll be completely honest with you, you know, I rode the bus in, in the Western States League days and and you know, even in the NA three and we had some long, long trips. And, you know, the North American League, those short trips to Albuquerque, Odessa, Amarillo and all that stuff, you know, it's it's a great it's a great division. And, you know, it brings back the days of the buzzards. And it also it's it's a good, you know, just for travel wise. It's it's great. Did did having those old rivalries, so to speak, make it an easier sell to the fans? It had to. Right. Yeah. Like like our fans were our fans were excited. Like our fans were super excited about about us, you know, joining the North American League, and and our fans are are like they are fans. Like if it wasn't for our fans, we wouldn't be here, right? You know, like like and I, honestly, if it wasn't for our fans, we probably wouldn't have been as as successful as we we have been, because you know, like you know, like I tell a lot of people, like you know, like your best recruiting tool, your best recruiting tool is how many people are in the stands. Because all, all the players like, wow, coach, like, you know, I remember recruiting kids and like, well, coach, is it, do you guys really sell out that many games in El Paso? And I'm like, yeah, like, look at all the YouTube channels. Like, look at, look at all the videos. I was like, I'm not, I'm not lying to you. <laughs> and, and you know what the cool, other cool thing was, was we, we had four trial camps. We had three all-star games. We had three all-star games in our trial camps, top 40 players out of all the player, kids that came down this summer to trial for the team. We had three all-star games. We sold out all three. It's all in an in an all star game, and but but like though our fans like we owe so much to our fans, and we're so thankful and so fortunate to have them because they don't realize like yeah it's 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 unbelievable home ice advantage, unbelievable home ice advantage, but the recruiting tool that is, you know that those fans are to to attracting players and putting us on the map, and you know like you talk to a lot of players now and they're like, Oh coach, I heard about that. I heard about it. It's just an unbelievable place to play. You know, the fans, you know, this and that. And I was like, yeah, I said, that's what it's like. You know, that's what it's really, really like. And, and every player wants to play in front of, you know, people, you know what I mean? Sure. And, and it's kind of given, it, it's given us like the ability to, to be able to, you know, put rapid shot and, and to get a great partner with Wolves Den gym, which it's one of the nicest training facilities I've ever been into that the our players train at, you know, our players get like, you know, we block off five hours in the, in the morning for them to to practice and and you know and, and train and and um, but yeah, our our fans like we we owe everything to our fans and and they're super super excited about all the hockey. We went from doing twenty two home games now. I think we're up to Tyler would probably know, but I think we're up to like fifty or fifty two home games now. So it's going to be a lot of hockey. That's for sure. 
So it's going to be great. It really is. Do you miss coaching? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was easy. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't expect that to be that quick, but yeah. Love it. Okay, Corey, uh, before we let you go, give us a rundown again of uh, the events coming up this weekend. I wish I could be there. Unfortunately, I have commitments in Colorado and Utah and everywhere up there. But You should be committed. uh, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, when everything gets underway and, and what's happening this weekend and how people can still go and maybe catch a glimpse of players from the outside at least. Yeah, absolutely. So we have our big Stanley Cup party downtown uh, Thursday from 4 to 7. Um, it's a big, big, uh, big party down there. And then we have the, the team practice. Or we have a youth, we have a youth clinic. Um, we have a youth clinic on Saturday afternoon, which is already full. That filled up right away. There's a bunch of alumni that are doing a little youth to uh, a two-age group youth clinic um, on Saturday afternoon. And then on Sunday, we have the two team practices that, you know, fans can come in and see if they have, um, you know, they got tickets for, for the two practices. And then we got the game at seven o'clock on Sunday. So it's going to be, it's going to be a big weekend and, and uh, you know, we're super excited, super excited for our city, super, super proud of our city. So it's going to be a good week. It really is. Well, we're, uh, we're excited for you guys. I know I'm going to get a trip over there uh, very, very soon. Uh, and uh, get myself some Rhino gear because I love your logo. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love it. Yeah, yeah you got to come down. You ever come down? You look me up, and we'll sit there and we'll we'll sit and, uh, yeah, we'll sit and watch some hockey, and and uh, we'll get you a Rhino hat for sure. Well, I'm definitely I'm definitely coming through there uh, because I I go that direction quite frequently as when the hockey season starts. So I'm definitely going to make a plan to stop in and catch a game or two. Yeah, I got to get Sounds on good. Island. <laughs> Paul, Paul lives yeah, on Long sounds, Island, and, sounds, and in order to get from there to Minnesota, he has to go to Orlando. So how he gets to El Paso, I'm not sure. But <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah, come on down. We'd love to have you guys. And thanks for, ha- and thanks for having me on. Really oh, appreciate listen, it. Oh, thanks absolutely. For ha- thanks we for appreciate having it. Us. We love this story, Coach. Um, uh, coach, I, you're not coach. He's anymore. still coaches. You, yeah, you, you, you know, you know. Hey, hey, I'm still coach. Hey, my son, my son just uh, did learn to skate yesterday. Right. It wasn't the greatest, but I said as soon as he gets the stick in his hand, I'll be coach again. Guarantee you that. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I understand. I do. I do understand that completely. Uh, you know, I I always tell people that. Uh, I mean, I don't coach anymore. I coached a bunch of different sports and uh, over you know, my professional uh, career and, and I miss, I don't miss all the stuff that surrounded coaching, but I actually miss the actual coaching itself. So I totally understand what, 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 what that, what that mindset is like. Okay. Yeah. Corey, yeah. We, ne- uh, you never, you ne- it never leaves you. No. All right. Well, Corey, thanks, we, uh, before you go, uh, our friends at summer skates uh, are doing uh, a trivia giveaway. So um, we've talked about some of your stuff right now. Um, but we're going to throw this trivia question out there. I didn't even tell Paul this. I just said I'm going to do it. But um, if anybody can get on the chat bar and let us know the name of the uh, place that you played uh, in El Paso, what the name of that league was, that professional league that you played in, um, we will give them a pair of summer skates and a uh, summer skates koozie. And I'll be bringing a few down for you and Tyler and, the, and everybody in the front office there for you as well, okay? Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you. Uh, All right. We appreciate it. So get on there. uh, Get on the chat bar. Let us know if you can tell us what league that was. 
that uh, Corey Herman played for when he was in El Paso a few years ago. Let's just put it that way, just a few years ago. <laughs> All right, Paul and I will be right back to wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Live in about two minutes. Thank you, guys. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. If you live in the Valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to BurritoExpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. 
This is College Hockey Southwest Live. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This indeed is College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by our friends at Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. Scott Strandy with you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out from beautiful Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, Craft Hockeyville, all I have to say is that and El Paso, Texas, and it fits like peanut butter and jelly. Oh, listen, it's this is great. I, I mean, this is... Uh, this is this is what that is supposed to be. Boy, you hit right? that on the head I mean, right there. I mean, it's. I mean, I I could sit here and look at all the past winners, and, and you'll be like, oh wow, uh, this. And you'd be like, you know, uh, and this is not to knock those other places that have won, but, uh, you know, it's it's did you know, in certain places, do you really have to work? All that hard to get people excited about hockey? These guys earn that. That is that is, you know, that is a a a a, a do, to, like I said, do it. That's the way it should be. You want to talk about growing the game? That's growing the game. Yep, absolutely. It is. I mean, and, it's just uh, pure and simple. That's that's growing the game. We didn't even get into or have time to get into the. Um, uh, the fact that they played an international series against the the I, I don't know if it was under eighteen or under sixteen uh, team from you know national team from Mexico and and help there and 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 just you know uh, and and I'm not trying to knock those other more quote unquote natural cities, but isn't this what that's really supposed to be? Isn't that what they're, I mean, you, you're talking about growing the game. It, it just, it, it doesn't get any simpler than that, right? I mean, absolutely. And do you think uh, any hockey fan, whether they became a hockey fan because of the Rhinos or anything else in El Paso, ever thought in their wildest imaginations that there just there would be an NHL game of any sort being played there? <laughs> I have my doubts. Seriously, I think I think seven years ago, if you'd have said that in Vegas too, they'd have said the same thing. Probably not going to ever be an NHL team being played, uh, no, even but, though the Wranglers were there and such. But right, um, but they've also they also played exhibition games there. At least. Yes, yes. You know, the, yep. Vegas a little bigger than El Paso. Yeah, a lot bigger than El Paso. But um, yeah, I, I'm so excited for them. Uh, I'm definitely going to get over there in the very near future. Um, one of my travels moving. From uh, yeah, the, the world traveler that you are, yeah, I, I get it. I, I know how this works. <laughs> There's just so many things going on right now. It's all exploding at one time uh, over this weekend, and uh, you know NHL exhibition game started tonight. Um, NCAA stuff starts next weekend. Uh, oh ACHA well, listen, has I mean, already played a couple of weekends. Yeah, I mean, you you look and. Uh, the coaches selected Minnesota to finish in the top of the, the Big Ten. Yeah, um, well, r- rumor has it Jess Myers put in like 400 votes. Well, I think he was the only one that voted, <laughs> but that's um, – when you look at the preseason all-league team, uh, it's uh, – Is it all Michigan? No, it's not. I'm surprised it's not. But uh, uh, it's two guys – it's, it's Bordalo and Power from Michigan – then Myers, Walker, Lacombe, and LaFontaine, all Minnesota. Uh, the second team, once again, oh, wait a second. I didn't know they were going to let 
players from other schools get involved in this all-conference <laughs> thing. Uh, once again, two more Michigan players, two more Minnesota players. Uh, they actually snuck a Wisconsinite and uh, a Notre Dame player in there. Um, it was very nice of them to to let some other schools get the uh, honorable mention spots in that. But uh, <laughs> Well, know, I, I know somebody has to finish in the last spot of the poll, but Ohio State dead last in the Big Ten? That's what it says, you know. I mean, uh, everybody expects it to be a two-team race. Uh, do you ever count out Wisconsin or Jeff Jackson at Notre Dame? And or you know, Penn State and, and Dagobowski. You, know you know Penn State's going to score a billion goals. It's just a matter of what that's happens. That's what, the <laughs> yeah, what they do. Um, yeah, that's what know, they do. You know, you're starting to see all the previews now. If, uh, be it the, 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 you know, whatever the men's conferences, a lot of the stuff for the women's conferences. Um, uh, you know, we talked about already the, the Augustana announcement. We're uh, looking at the schedule for next week. And, uh, you know, when we do this show next week, there'll have been games being played and games going on, actually. Yeah, you, you were leading me up to that. I'm going like, I don't know if we're going to have to go earlier next week or later. And I, I say later, and Paul's cringing because he's going like, I can't do a show. No, 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 is, no, it's, <laughs> no, because first of all, uh, uh, the, between the hockey game and the football game next week, a Saturday night's already booked up, and it'll be forever. It'll be another two o'clock in the morning night. I don't know. I, I got. I do have to get up at some point. You have and, a job, and, right? <laughs> the, you know the one they actually pay me for. I got to do that. Get up at four thirty and do that. Um, and, you know, I don't want to fall asleep while I'm driving. I can fall asleep <laughs> at work because I can do that in my sleep. But um, uh, I, I love it. So we'll we'll uh, figure it out and let everybody know. But Tuesday night uh, we'll we'll have something special for you as we preview the uh, the upcoming series. Uh, not telling yet who that guest is going to be, but we're uh, we're working on a couple. Or I'm yeah, that, that's okay. Why, why should why should why should the listeners know? Because I don't find out till about an hour before <laughs> showtime. So. Why should anybody else know? <laughs> anyway, uh, I am working on that. A couple of things I want to throw out there. Nate Ewell uh, at College Hockey Inc. has taken a new position as the uh, – Really? Yeah, he's working for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, the announcement really? came out just the other day. So uh, uh, looking forward to running into Nate again. I haven't seen him in years. And uh, being with the Vegas Golden Knights, hey, that's not all bad. He's close to me and maybe closer soon. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll look forward to that. Um, Again, uh, all things happening in uh, the Kraft Hockeyville game, finally getting played after two mo- two years um, from when they should have had it, probably. Right. Uh, and and congratulations to El Paso and uh, everybody there, Corey and Tyler and the whole group. Corey, Corey and Tyler, how about that? And um, the, for everything that they've done to uh, to keep that that program relevant, and you know, it sounds like they did one heck of a lot with one hundred and fifty thousand because it sounds like a lot of money, but that doesn't go far in the construction no, industry. So, no, no, being able to do what they did, pretty pretty impressive. So, our thanks to Tyler Deloche for coming on tonight, and uh, also uh, Corey Herman for uh, for visiting with us and talking a little bit about El Paso hockey. Uh, the Rhinos in the NAHL have sent players on to college and are going to start sending a bunch more, um, yep. as well as um, uh, you know players that were going to eventually end up in the AHL, NHL, 
you never know. So just uh, get out and support them. And uh, certainly it's going to be a great Sunday, next Sunday night, this time. They'll be playing hockey uh, in the horse barn. Love it. In the horse barn. And they'll be playing it (laughs) in the community rink. And they'll be playing it all over the place. And. (laughs) Oh, get that uh, community rink in there, Josh. Nice work. Wow, listen, I, listen. <laughs> that's that's still his best line. We we we've talked about it. I, I'll give I'll give Josh Shea for the shout out. No problem. Absolutely, he's working tonight too. By the way, he's calling that uh, Kings versus Kings game. So I think that game's uh, over because Rob yeah, it might was be over there. by now. It was it was early. So yeah, so, yeah. But he he did that one too. So congratulations to everybody for getting their teams under control. I'll be out to see the Kings versus the Coyotes tomorrow night right here in Arizona. And then uh, moving on to our first ACHA game of the week in Utah on Thursday night or Friday night uh, when the uh, University of Arizona travels to play Utah. And I, I know Paul cringes every time I say the University Ooh. of Arizona, but I was over at Scottsdale uh, at the ice den, and I got to get this in. Um, Coach Chad Berman, let me throw this out at you. He's been right. driving with his team 250 miles round trip to practice four days a week in the Phoenix metro area. You talk about a place that needs some ice. Uh, Tucson, Arizona needs some ice. Well, um, uh, so let, anyway, let me, let me put it this before you finish team. the story. All right, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I, I like Coach Berman. I, I have not obviously physically met him okay uh but he's a hockey guy and i'm all for that um there was a the the legendary baseball coach jerry kindle used to work at that school uh yeah we all, a, we an all absolute know, gr- we know an absolute great human being but i i will never acknowledge the place they work okay well, so let me tell you what uh, I, I just want to tell you this is devotion and passion because he brings his team up um on the weekdays, they go at 8.50 p.m. is when they're on the ice, and they don't get done till about midnight. Then they go back to Tucson, two hours in a bus. Um, and then on the weekends, they come up on Saturday afternoon and Sunday afternoon to get in their ice time. This is the two-time defending champion of the Western Collegiate Hockey League. And Coach Berman was on the ice by himself coaching the entire program. And I'll tell you firsthand, they looked as good as any ACHA team that I've seen so far this year, and I've seen about a half a dozen uh, in their uh, in their practice sessions. So, um, just kudos to Coach Berman for doing it. You, you got to be passionate to do that. And oh yeah, by the way, did I mention in the middle of these trips from Tucson to Phoenix, they went through a COVID outbreak. That's uh, so he, so he was out himself with it and out for a period of time where he couldn't be with his team for oh, about seven okay. to ten days. So, yeah, he's, he's great. He was on the ice. The, the team is back on the ice and everything. But, man, oh, man, you talk about uh, passion and desire to want to improve your program and play the game and coach the game. That is it. They'll be leaving Wednesday night, 8 p.m., on their bus to Utah. They'll get up there uh, probably about 8 a.m. on Thursday morning, uh, be there for practice Thursday on, on Olympic ice sheet then play games friday and saturday then come back <laughs> wow. wow at least that's a couple of days without wow. bus trips yeah wow is all i can say so yeah. anyway i want to get that in there again thanks to tyler deloche and Corey uh, herman for joining us from the el paso rhinos tonight thanks to paul for everything that you do and folks we are one week away from hockey less than that actually less, there'll be games yeah. next saturday night so can't wait we are fired up 
And we'll say goodnight with a little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro, and we will see you all. Um, well, we'll see well, Monday night I, professional hockey, but we'll see you Tuesday night. Go Wait, ahead, do I? your read. Absolutely. No, I just I, listen. I didn't know if you. I, I thought nope. maybe you were just cutting me off because you were sick and tired of hearing me. Nope. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. All right. From the Summer Skate Studio behind the masks, College Hockey Southwest Live on the Ice Time Hockey SW network is brought to you by Burrito Express, homemade taste, takeout speed. Six East Valley locations. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the one near you. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style, and now available at our new spot at all Allegiant Stadium events. By the NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Boost Mobile. Bring your current phone to any location to learn how to get a new SIM card free when you switch to Boost Mobile. UNLV Hockey. ACHA Division I Hockey. Fabulous Las Vegas atmosphere. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IcetimeHockeySW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download at iTunes, the Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend, and I will say goodnight with a uh, happy anniversary to my beautiful wife who is up in Minnesota while I'm slaving away down here in Arizona um 31 beautiful years thank you terry for everything that you do for me and for us as Congratulations, we continue terry. to grow this uh grow this great game of hockey as we cover the game to grow the game and we'll say good night with little roger klein the peacemakers de niro good night everybody good night <laughs>